listening to the Aggie Parent and Family Podcast, a podcast produced by the Student Orientation and Transition Services here at Utah State University. The Aggie Parent and Family Podcast is a podcast for students and families of USU Aggies. Here we share practical advice from leading USU experts and students to help guide your student in their journey at Utah State. I'm your host, Isaiah Jones, the Transition Parent and Family Coordinator here at Utah State University. I am Robert Wagg, and I'm Vice President for Academic and Instructional Services here at Utah State. Hi, I'm Lisa Barrow, Vice President for Research at Utah State University. I'm Paul Barr. I'm the Vice Provost at Utah State University. I'm John Louvier. I'm Executive Director and Assistant Vice President of Academic and Instructional Services. Well, thank you all for joining me. So today's topic is is a hot one. Everyone's really excited. It's the final class schedule and the teaching format for our classes here at Utah State. Perhaps we could start off just talking about a breakdown of what the different teaching formats are. And uh, maybe, Robert, you could start there. Sure. So we are excited to be able to let students know about their uh, class uh, schedules for this fall. We have been working for several weeks now. In fact, as soon as spring semester concluded, we began working on fall, knowing that fall 2020 was going to be unlike any other semester at Utah State. We uh, knew that it was going to be different. We are going to have to do things differently in ways that we serve our students, the teaching and learning environment. So we've been working very closely with all of our departments well as faculty uh, with the the number one priority of building and maintaining a safe environment for our faculty and our students. That is indeed our number one goal is to make sure that our USU community is safe wherever they are at on whatever campus they are on. In order to do that, it means that we've had to put different safety measures in place in order to ensure that, in order to ensure the safety of the institutional community. For our teaching and learning environments, what that means is is that our classrooms are going to be different and our teaching is going to be different because of those safety protocols. For example, we'll be uh, requiring students and faculty to wear face coverings. We'll be applying social distancing uh, metrics in all of our classrooms, and we'll be cleaning and sanitizing all of those spaces on a regular basis. What that means is, is that we have to teach differently this fall in order to accommodate different safety protocols that will be in place. For example, because of the uh, social distancing parameters, we're only going to be at about 25 to 30 percent capacity in our classrooms on all of our campuses. What that means then in order to accommodate students and we want students to come back, we want them here, we are excited to have them here. It it just means that we'll uh, need to provide a different teaching and learning experience. The great news is, is that Utah State University has been providing access to education in a variety of ways for over 100 years. Planes, trains, automobiles, satellite, internet, online courses. We have been doing this for a long time and are really comfortable with finding creative and innovative ways to provide a quality teaching and learning 
dining experience. So this fall, there will actually be eight different delivery methods that we will be employing to offer our classes all across the estate. We'll continue to have face-to-face courses with, again, those safety protocols in place. As of right now, I'm very pleased to say because so many students and parents have indicated that they're excited to come back to our campuses. I'm very pleased to say that about 45% of our courses this fall will have some sort of face-to-face component which is really exciting because it means with our safety measures in place that students will continue to be able to interact with their fellow students as well as with our great faculty here at Utah State. So again, some of those face-to-face experiences won't be traditional. We'll have what we call our hybrid face-to-face, which means some students will be in the classroom and some students will be connecting via Zoom. Uh, And then those students can alternate. So if it's a Monday, Wednesday, Friday class, one student attends in person on Monday and then joins the class via Zoom on Wednesday and Friday. The instructor will work with their students in setting up what that schedule looks like. About 30% of our classes will be completely aligned. Utah State is celebrating its 25th year of offering online courses this year. We're proud of our uh, capacity to build and develop a, a really quality online teaching and learning experiences. Our faculty do an incredible job. So having 30% of our courses online, I think, will continue to be a strength for us and provide a great experience. The other delivery methods will be variations, whether they're blended. So some face-to-face and some line will have all uh, Zoom courses that that we refer to as web broadcast. And then we'll continue to have our interactive video system that we use to deliver education out across the state to all of our statewide campuses. So so lots of variety that will really provide a, a, a really rich experience for our students, faculty. And I would add, because of the technology component of all of these, it, it will help us to be able to adapt to any changing needs that might come about this fall due to COVID-19 as well. I really like what you say about adapting to the changing needs. In a lot of ways, it seems that these changes allow us to provide the same or even better in other ways that Aggie experience. I guess it would be really concerning if we didn't make (laughs) many adjustments, which it sounds like USU has done over those, those hundred years is make these changes in order to provide that good, same quality Aggie experience that everyone's so thrilled about. Maybe we could talk a little bit about advice for each of these format styles. I think Robert and Paul would probably be best, but yeah, Lisa and John, feel free to jump in. Sure. So students received as part of the information that they received on July 1st about their courses and how they will be delivered this fall, we provided resources to help them prepare for the learning experiences that they'll be having this fall, specifically pointing them to the USU Ready website. And the URL is in that student email. We really would would like students to be able to go to that website where we not only have a lot of resources up now, but we'll continue to add more as we approach fall. 
Not only do we want Utah State University to be ready, we want our faculty to be ready, our staff, but most importantly, we want our students to be ready. We want them to be ready to learn, to have a a positive and a successful experience. And so it is true that each of the delivery methods require different skills and different ways of being disciplined in order to be successful. But I want to stress that I'm confident because of the help that we're putting, the support resources that we're providing students as students look and they were planning on a face-to-face and now they have a hybrid or a blended course, they might be asking themselves, can I be successful? The answer is yes, you can be successful. Are there some things that you can do to prepare? And are there some things that you can do during the semester to ensure that you will be successful? Yes. And the USU Ready website has a number of those resources, things like helping students to be ready to manage their time, ready to know how to participate in a digital teaching and learning environment. So there are certainly things to learn and things to prepare for, but I'm really confident that our students can and will be successful. Something else I'd like to kind of add to that point that may help students, and this is just a reminder, um, many of our students are distributed across the state right now at home, and, and they, there are statewide campuses probably close to their homes. So even dropping in and chatting with uh, the associate vice president at each one of those statewide campuses and some of the staff there, just knowing what resources are are going to be available to them and at USU and and essentially getting the confidence of, of the infrastructure that we have that's available for those students, I think would be useful. In addition to the USU Ready campaign that we have and, and support processes that we have, we're training a lot of faculty this summer to adapt to some of the new ways that they'll be teaching. And our workshops are packed. I've never seen in in the 15 years that I've been training faculty, I've never seen so much participation and and overwhelming demand for this, which is, is fantastic. It's keeping my staff really busy, but that's okay. So I'm, I'm actually quite pleased with how well our faculty are responding and preparing for this fall. I think that that message of you can be successful is just so spot on. I, I think that uh, this has given us an opportunity to look out and prepare for fall semester in ways that we haven't had to in the past. I, I think sometimes we think of these eight delivery methods as a lot of delivery methods and maybe overwhelming. But I think really we know that we all learn in different ways. You know, some of us are better learners just by listening. Some of us like to see things. Some of us write down things. And that's we learn in different ways. And I think this has given us an opportunity to kind of look at our courses and say, which method that we have available best fits the the learning that needs to occur in that class. And so those tailored opportunities, those opportunities for success, those opportunities for learning and growth. I think we'll see an experience in different ways this fall semester, which can be a great opportunity for all of us uh, with that. I know that we've worried or looked at, you know, student success. How can students be successful? And, and I've thought about that in my classes, and I've thought about, you know, so much of our communication is, is you know, can students, as we wear face masks, is that going to be a problem? Some of us pick up on visual cues. We like to watch the faculty member 
deliver those classes. I just like to encourage the students. You know, as a faculty member, I, I depend on you. And as I watch the class and see your reactions, I pick up on your cues on, on whether you're comprehending what I'm saying as I go along. And so that interaction goes both ways for both of us. And, and I'm just really excited because I think it will open up communication opportunities in these classes that can make those learning experiences even more enhanced uh, in this fall semester. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think that there's great opportunities that we have in, in, in this experience that we're going to go through. I, I love the USU Ready theme. It, it reminds me of the, the challenge bull on, on campus that in a way, what we've learned out of all this COVID situation and other things going on around the world is that the USU Ready theme, it seems to me, can help students meet the world as it is. You know, none of us had planned on this, you know, this happening in March. But uh, in a lot of ways, this USU Ready theme helps us to, to, to help make changes. So, you know, we never know what's going to come, but that's part of, in our connections class, we talk about becoming a learner. And, and Dr. Matt Sanders always says that college is preparing your student for challenges and situations that we don't even know yet. And this has been a really good time to, you can't Google what's going on and on how to solve most of what's going on right now. It, it takes creative thinking, it takes teamwork and that, that sort of thing. So I've really liked you know, that. Do you know, Isaiah, that's a, a, a great point. And I would just jump in here. It, we have been focused the last uh, several years in helping USU students to build, to build resiliency as students and as learners, because we know that that resiliency will then help them as they go out into the world with that degree and uh, can help them to continue to be successful. And I agree, COVID-19 is challenging as it is, and it is very challenging. There are opportunities, uh, though, to build resiliency, uh, to build those preparation skills. And I recognize and know that many students, when they get their schedule, there could be some disappointment. There could be some concern. There could be worry. Uh, there could be relief, too, and lots of emotions as they're thinking about to fall and, and my advice for them would be to, to really think of fall as a new experience. If they're returning students, it's a new day. Uh, if they're new students, it's part of this brand new higher education experience. But think of fall as a clean slate, as an opportunity to come to Utah State University to learn the skills that you need to learn to be successful, not only in your classes, but in life. And we're going to do our best as an institution to instill those skills and teach those skills so that our students have those abilities not only to be successful in fall, but much beyond fall. And if there is discouragement or concern, feel free to reach out to us, reach out to an advisor, as John had mentioned, to a local campus if you're here in the estate. If you're out of state, call us, reach out. We want to be able to talk. We, we want to be able to address any concerns or um, worries uh, you might have. Explore the resources that we have available. And before you make any changes or think that you need to change, or maybe you might be thinking, well, perhaps fall would be a good time to stop out. You know, don't. 
continue your education, continue that goal that you have, that resiliency that you'll gain in pursuing your higher education goals. That will be so important this uh, fall. And again, as an institution, we're going to do all that we can to make sure that our students can achieve those goals. Resiliency will come, but it, and it's something that we can all focus on. Yeah, and plus there could be, you know, an alien invasion or something, and then you'll never be able to come back to school just if you're waiting for, you know, then there's a climate. There's all kinds of things that, that could be pending. So it's better just to be USU ready. I know a lot of parents have called just kind of wondering about where can they see these formats with the courses being taught in the fall? Maybe Robert or Paul, if you wanted to jump in. So if they go to ready.usu.edu, on that homepage, there's actually a video right now that explains the different delivery methods. And then there's an opportunity to click on a student's section for academic support. And when they go to that page, there's a delivery methods website that, that is linked that explains the different delivery methods that we have. But I would encourage them to watch this uh, video that was recently prepared that I think does an excellent job of explaining the different delivery methods that will be available fall. And I just yeah. echo that and, and just say, in addition, as, as you look on that website and, and you see those words like blended, and what does that mean for that class? As I visited with faculty uh, across campus in about fall semester, they, I, I have got this overwhelming sense that faculty are, are willing to engage with students and let them know what that experience will be like in their class if they've got questions. So if, you, if you've got any questions of, oh, I don't know if this is, is quite right for me, before you, you make any decision, I, I would encourage you to reach out to the faculty uh, member with that because those faculty members would be, I think, more than willing to you know, help you get a better understanding of what that experience will be and, and kind of any concerns that you might have might be able to address that. And you can say, no, that wasn't maybe what I thought it was, or I, I can do this. And, and I think that there are those, those opportunities. So feel free to reach out to the faculty even before the classes start uh, with this. And I, and I think that those, that information can be useful. Fantastic. So yeah, John, I know in the previous couple of podcasts, we, we talked a little bit about how students can make the most of their time, uh, both with the physical, the, the virtual formats, the blended, all of those sorts of things. So yeah, w how do you think students can make the most of, your, of their time uh, this fall and make sure that they, they are ready? Now, we've mentioned a lot of them throughout the podcast, but is there anything, anything else that you'd want to add to that? No, I'll just reiterate what I said before, and that is be prepared with your schedule and, and just know ahead of time what it's going to look like and plan ahead. Because like you were alluding to, they, students need to know where their classes are going to be and when they're going to be. And they're, they're going to need to plan out their schedules almost meticulously because they'll need to know uh, when they're meeting, whether it's face-to-face -face class and whether they'll be meeting over Zoom for a face-to-face -face hybrid and which days and when they'll need to be on campus, when they'll be home. So there, there's a lot of variation or potential variation that they'll have in their schedule and just being prepared ahead of time and having their calendar set up at least for the first few weeks will be, I think, just vital to, to really reduce any frustration that they may have. 
In addition to that, um, feel free to contact our IT help desk to make sure that they have the right internet connection and bandwidth and, and computer resources to be able to participate over Canvas and Zoom and any other of the um, courses that they may be using. You know, taking some time to prepare and, um, and feeling uh, comfortable and reaching out and looking for assistance from any of the, the different staff and, and programs that are out there for them. Thanks, John. And as many folks know, uh, one of the USU's key, you know, sort of core values is research. And so as students uh, get prepared to come back, and I know that we've talked to Alexis and on some previous podcasts about undergrad research. But Lisa, maybe you could tell us about a little bit more about research and labs and what that might look like this fall. Yeah, happy to do that, Isaiah. The involvement of research on the USU campus is part of who we are. We are a research institution that seeks to engage our students in activities beyond the classroom. We want that to continue in fall 2020 and to engage our students in those activities, whether it be in a geology lab or in an art studio or any other uh, area outside of the typical classroom. And so I can just take a minute to walk you through how we've been thinking about the safety of our students and faculty in these environments. And it starts with the fact that we're all researchers. Uh, Many of our faculty are researchers at Utah State. And so over the last month, we've had an activity going on where each of our faculty members who is engaged in research has been preparing a standard operating procedure for their research environment. If you'd like to know what one of those looks like, you can simply go to research.usu.edu and click on our COVID-19 specific web pages. That will lead you to examples so that you can see how faculty are preparing to engage students in their activities in the research environments. There are approximately five examples posted there from different areas of the campus. These plans allow us to think in detail about how we can continue activities while being safe. With that in place for our research environments, we're then applying the same principles to think about our teaching spaces that are laboratory-based or studio-based or even field-based. And so uh, also over about the last three weeks, I've been working with a group of faculty across campus who have taught those courses for many years. Some of them would be very familiar names to you were were I to say them to returning students. This group um, has had very insightful discussions about how to provide guidance for all of our colleagues on how to be safe in laboratories, studios, and in field courses and other non-classroom environments. For example, in the nursing program and the types of spaces that are involved there. Just to give you a sense of what we're thinking about, in addition to all the things that have already been mentioned by Robert and John and Paul, there might be changes in your laboratory courses or your studio courses, for example, that might allow for cohort-type interactions, wherein instead of maybe going to a full three-hour lab, you might go to a laboratory for an hour and a half with a smaller group of students so that social distancing can be maintained. The second half of your lab might be online. And so it will require uh, you to adapt, but it's absolutely something that we think can work out in terms of maximizing your experience in the laboratory or the studio, and then complementing that with activities that can be done remotely. The other thing our faculty are very much engaged in is thinking about how to bring you some of the experiences 
that are going to be a little bit more difficult under our current circumstances. Faculty are involved in things like preparing videos of interesting field type experiences that perhaps we can't do this year, but they still want to expose you to and provide instruction on. We're also going to be reaching out to work with our teaching assistants to provide training for teaching assistants. So uh, those graduate students who might be involved in the teaching activities will also be part of this process and thinking about how to maintain safety. And finally, um, we have folks that do field-based studies, and we've held discussions and we're advising uh, folks who typically work in those areas to perhaps think about field-based work very close to campus, limiting travel, so that uh, experiences can be gained, but without having to think about the issues that go on with putting people in vehicles to transport them to activities. And so, again, I will reiterate what uh, Robert and uh, John and Paul have said. If you have questions about what may be going on with your classes that are not in typical classrooms, reach out to the faculty who teach those courses, reach out to Robert's group uh, here at USU, reach out to the departments, and they can provide you with additional information. Yeah, thank you for that. One of the key things you said, it's that we're still, we're still student-centered and we're still serving the public through our research. Those things won't stop, you know, the discovering and the engagement. And I think that's really helpful for parents to know, especially unless one's been asleep, you know, you watch the news, you, you listen to things, and everyone's talking about what education will look like in the fall. But I think one of the things that's often left out is that the mission of engaging the public and learning and discovering, that part isn't changing just some of the spaces and how we go about it and, and thinking through some of the different challenges of doing the same thing. So I've really, I've really enjoyed that. And I know a lot of parents will, will be excited to know that, that we're still learning, even though some of the platforms have changed. And if I could just add there, I just want to commend the USU faculty. They are showing such optimism and creativity in this time. And I see that from the research perspective. They're showing new ideas, both in the research and teaching realms, and they're excited to engage students in that creative activity. And so I think this is all about all of us learning to adapt and to, to work under differing circumstances, but that can certainly be a very positive and very engaging activity. And as a researcher, I find that to be a very exciting thing to think about. So we've talked a lot about USU Ready, but is there anything else that you all wanted to mention before we go here? From my perspective, I would just conclude and say, number one, we are excited for fall semester to be here. Uh, we have been doing a lot of planning. August is right around the corner. There's still much that we have to do, a lot of plans that we're still putting in place. But uh, just like we want our students to be ready, the university is going to be ready too. It's going to take flexibility, going to take adaptability to have a successful fall semester, but I truly do feel that we'll have a great experience here at Utah State, that our students, no matter what campus they are on, will have a positive experience. We acknowledge that it will be different. We, we are going to do our best to really ensure that the students are successful academically, successful socially, and that they're able to just have that Aggie experience that we're so proud of. I agree with Robert, and I appreciate those comments. I look forward to commencement every year to see families back on campus, the excitement that that brings, 
And the start of fall semester, when the students come back and that whole Aggie experience, and we want you to know we are ready. We've kept your safety as a primary consideration while maintaining the high quality academic standards that we have. We want you to be successful, not only here at USU, but in your life and in your careers as you go forward. What a unique opportunity, a unique time to be a student. I think that there will be skills and opportunities that you can learn in fall semester that might never be available to you again in your lives. And if they do become available to you later on in your life, you'll be so much better prepared to meet those challenges when they come to you. And we're excited to have you back as part of the Aggie family and and look forward to fall semester with you. Well, thank you everyone for jumping in. And these lovely people are too humble to say it, but I know that a lot of planning has gone in and only someone who really cares about your student would put in so much planning. So thank you all. And Lisa, as you said, thank you to the faculty and everyone who's been involved. I know we're all in this together. Hopefully have you all back on and Thanks for listening to the Aggie Parent and Family Podcast and go Aggies.